Linda OJ. And I'm Aaron Espinola. Welcome to a new episode of the Next Gen Business Podcast. Let's go. The Next Gen Business Podcast is produced by the Small Business Community Network. Visit them online at www.sbcncanada.org. So, Linda, um, how's your day been today? My day has been phenomenal. I'm getting really busier with my um, business, uh, um, my business, I forgot the name of what I do, business consulting clients. You see, I was born a blind. No, I wasn't really. Um, but today, I took a day off to go and see my daughter, Melissa, in Acton. Um, she wasn't feeling very well. She's um, had a few issues after, you know, her grandchild. So it was lovely to be able to go and see her. And then while I was there, I used her office for some of my work. And I hear you've been to a, a tournament of sorts, Aaron. Yeah, yeah. Today, this week's been pretty busy because I had um, my exams last week. So I'm still recovering from all that. <laughs> Uh, and then I had a, um, a soccer tournament for the Guelph Men's League uh, on Monday, and we ended up winning 5 nothing. So we're on to the semifinals, and that'll probably be next week. So if any of our viewers want to come to it, just come to the Guelph Lake uh, sports fields, and uh, I'll be there playing soccer. <laughs> oh, I think we've all got to go and see that. <laughs> But today, uh, we're actually, for our viewers, we're extremely fortunate because we have a special guest on this episode. Um, her name is Kendra Harold. Hopefully, I didn't mess that up. Um, and she is an uh, advisor at Sun Life, um, as well as she's gone to Humber College and taken business management. So without any further ado, uh, Kendra, if you can just maybe introduce yourself a little bit, talk about um, your previous work experiences, and then also touch, about, touch on maybe your schooling, that'd be Awesome. Of course. I just want to say thank you so much for having me on the podcast, guys. Um, it's really delightful to actually get uh, a little spotlight on me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so basically, yeah, I'm an advisor with Sun Life. Uh, what we do there is we deal with people's life insurance, disability insurance, critical illness insurance, pretty much any insurance other than your car and home. Um, we also deal with your investments, your RRSPs. That's what I'm actually currently studying for uh, as we are speaking. <laughs> Hopefully uh, I'll finish my exam up soon. And then um, basically how I ended up at Sun Life was uh, I always knew some way down the line that I always wanted to go into insurance, but didn't know how or what I was gonna do in it. Um, and then I went to Humber because I just, I wasn't sure what career path to take. And I know probably for the viewers out there, a lot of us still aren't sure what we're doing. So business was so broad for me that I was just like, even if I don't know what I'm doing, at least I have something under my belt so I can take it wherever I want. And then once I finished up Humber College, um, I got approached by um, a recruiter at Sun Life um, to kind of check out the advisor position. And ever since then, I've just been there. <laughs> so, um, first of all, um, why did you choose Humber College? Is it is it close to where you live or was it the programs they were offering? So, I actually chose Humber. I was supposed to go to the States for lacrosse, but I didn't end up going. Um, but I still wanted to feel like I was kind of in the States. And if you live um, at Humber Lakeshore, it's very much like a little 
I call it like a little sorority village almost because it's all close knit and it's just like a U and that's where all your classes are. You don't really have to travel anywhere. So it was perfect. Where is Humber College? Just for our viewers, I totally forget where that is. Yeah, that's okay. So there's, I think, uh, two campuses. There's one in the north end of Toronto, and then there's one legit right on the lakeshore there called the Lakeshore Campus. <laughs> and, and did you live on campus, or did you have to, like, commute in, or did you um, pay the, huge, the high Toronto prices? <laughs> so, funny enough, uh, first year I lived on residence, which was expensive for the meal plan as well. Um, but then me and a couple of the other girls that I'd met, we found a house that was, I think five minutes away from the college. And I think we were paying maybe 900, which is like outstanding to just be right there on the lake. So we ran for that. <laughs> so, um, I believe before you, uh, were an advisor with Sun Life, you had something to do with sports. Yes. So before I was an advisor with Sun Life, I was actually playing dodgeball at Humber. Um, for those who don't or who aren't involved in extracurriculars, I would definitely recommend it. Uh, it's just more fun and you get to meet tons of new people and it's easy to network actually funny enough through that. A lot of the people that I met there were either in business or something else or their parents or somebody that I knew Um and they're great now for referrals and stuff like that. So it's definitely worth your time to go and join a little sports program. But I chose dodgeball just uh, as a little joke with my roommate. And it turned out to be something great that was a travel team. And it was ridiculous. <laughs> That's really funny that you, uh, that you mentioned being involved into uh, recreational uh, activities outside of school. I think that's really important for a lot of the students there to be part of that like uh, student life. I guess, uh, community, right? So that's where you just network and meet people and you never know what kind of opportunities present itself. So um, I was actually wondering, you went to you went into residence, correct, for the first year? So me and my buddies are having a debate being like, should, should people that go to university or college spend the extra money to go into residence or do you think living at home will give them the same experience? I personally think that going in I missed out on that opportunity and I'm really sad that I wasn't able to be part of that because I would have met a lot of people and I would have had a lot of fun, but you went through it. So I was just wondering uh, your take on it. Um, so I definitely think it's definitely a back and forth between this. I would say introverts, obviously they sometimes won't get as much out of it as more of an extrovert or uh, like an introverted extrovert. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and it just depends. I feel like the group you're in, um, I definitely found that I found so much value going to actual residents because you had residence nights and you had all these people that you met on your floor and then, Oh, look, they're my program too. And then it was easy to go to lunch, breakfast, dinner. Like you could just drag somebody out. And then you also had obviously the partying after, but you were able to socialize with so many more people and who knows if they brought friends. Right. And then it was just easier to kind of grow your group. So I would definitely say it was worth it. <laughs> and how did this help with uh, your current position, the, the career path you've taken? Because you mentioned networking, which is brilliant because obviously, you know, we're part of a small business community network and we want everybody to know this so I guess that helped you with your um, team and with your colleagues at Sunlight. 
Yeah, I would definitely say even with like a new job too, once you go somewhere, it's not even just being in your town. If you were to actually go somewhere that's like you're living strictly just on campus, you have to make your own way. You have to make your own friends, find out what to do. So it kind of makes you feel very independent and you make those uh, opportunities where you wouldn't have reached out to somebody before because you had lived out at home. Like if I lived at home and still went to Humber, I don't think I would have done dodgeball because that's two extra nights a week that I have to drive to Toronto. Like there's so many other things that I wouldn't have been able to do. But how does that help with Sun Life? Do they play dodgeball a lot? (laughs) (laughs) You know what? It's funny to say that. It doesn't help that way, but um, reaching out to clients and whatnot, um, a lot of cold calling. Sometimes we do that Um, or even just getting referrals from other people. Like if you don't know them, you're still going to, if you're not a people person, then it's not going to work very well um, in order for them to trust you, especially with money and stuff like that. That's pretty hard. <laughs> it's a hard sell. Yeah. Um, one question that I have is, first of all, do you still live in Toronto, like the city that you went to college in, or did you move back home and then get a job there? So I love Toronto for, uh, I was there for two years and then I said adios because Toronto just becomes too much. It's great for a couple of years and then it's time to move away. So I'm back in Waterloo now. <laughs> so what would you say for, for our listeners, um, if they're thinking about, you know, um, not so much living in residence and stuff like that, but after they leave college, university, um, how did someone approach you? How did they know How did they find out about you to approach you? Um, Yes, so definitely um, I had a selling class in Humber that we actually were required to sign up for LinkedIn, get it all updated and learn more about it. So this is actually how they reached out to me on it because all my information was up to date. You also, especially while you're in college, it's super easy. If you're on a group project or something with somebody, they can... um, uh, like like something on your LinkedIn profile to say, oh, you're more organized or something like that. Like I can agree with this feature on this person, which also makes you look better to potential recruiters. How are you liking the job so far? Um, I definitely love it. Uh, it's it's kind of weird because you get to create your own schedule. Um, obviously, you can fill it up pretty quickly. Um, like mine is filled with social media, creating posts and stuff like that, as well as reaching out to clients and meetings, but you kind of make it work and it's kind of nice in case you need to scoot out for a second to go do something or go to the dentist midday because it's open. (laughs) Oh, Erin, I think we should work there as well. It sounds absolutely wonderful. Sign me up. You've chosen an organization that's very well known, um, I guess, across Canada, would you say across Canada? Yeah, I would say so. We're also in Asia and everywhere pretty much now. So <laughs> so with the opportunity to travel ever present itself to you for those of you know our listeners who might want to travel with their job? Um, it depends. So in Canada, you have to be licensed per your um, like uh, province. Um, so every province you can you have to pay a certain amount to be licensed, but you only have to take the test once. I haven't quite looked into stuff outside of it, but I do have family living a lot in the U.S. So I'd love to see the differences if I have to get a different license or what would happen there. So you were mentioning earlier that you were still writing um, a test 
and I'm assuming that's for your job. Um, right now, uh, I'm going through BMO, and I was looking at writing a um, securities. I think it's like a securities or some some sort of ex- uh, test so that you get your certificate. Um, how did that come about with your job? Were, did they kind of reach out to you and say, hey, there's this opportunity that if you want to move up, you have to do this? Or did you just kind of do it yourself? Initially, so it is a job requirement. There's actually two exams. So the first one is your LLQP. Um, which is just basically to license you to sell like life insurance and kind of stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Then as you get into it, so it depends on the branch, but some will tell you to get your mutual funds licensing before the six months. Some will tell you, you can kind of play around with the timeline, but then you can also grow your network and grow your wealth through that way. Cause you want to get into wealth for long-term goals. Um, have you taken the mutual one yet or? So I'm currently studying for it. It's uh, quite hefty. It's 12 units. And it's like you have to learn about bonds, stocks, everything. So if you already have taken something along those lines, like I've taken some stuff along it. Um, but I've also been busy still doing other stuff. So I try and do it on the side and then you kind of forget about it. So I have finally just booked the test so that I know I have a set date and we're good to go. <laughs> Oh, congratulations. Very proud of you. Um, Before we finish, um, and it's been lovely speaking to you, so we're not quite finished yet. But I mean, you know, have you got a couple of tips for our listeners if they want to kind of get into the same line of work as yourself? Um, Yeah, I would definitely say it's helpful to have a business background um, just because a lot of the terminology comes from within your schooling. At some point, there's they throw a lot of terms at you, um, especially, funny enough, I hated microeconomics, but it's back. <laughs> so, again, once a student, always a student is how it feels. <laughs> um, and definitely, like, never stop learning because at the end of the day, you're going to just grow so much more from it, and it'll actually help you in your job. Great answers, Aaron, and I'm, I'm sure it'll help you with your, your BMO career as well. So what normally happens now, I'm going to say goodbye for me, Kendra, but we'd like a lovely goodbye from you. And then we always leave that air until last because he has such a lot to say, don't you, my dear? (laughs) A few sentences that I like to say. (laughs) So obviously it's goodbye from me. And thank you so much for having me, guys. This is great. I'm really glad that I got the opportunity to speak with you and just kind of let the viewers know what, uh, what goes into the career as a financial advisor. Well, Kendra, we loved having you on the show. And then um, for anyone else that wants to be on one of our episodes, just make sure to send us a DM on Instagram or on our website at the Next Gen Business Podcast. Um, And that's going to be .com for the website and then just the username for Instagram as well as YouTube. Make sure to hit that subscribe button, like, share it with your friends. And until next time, thank you. Thanks for listening. Check us out at www.nextgenbusinesspodcast.com.